shall we talk about the NFC West? Yeah, NFC best. Oi. Well, actually. Don't know. Okay. NFC East was looking pretty strong. NFC East, yeah. Which I guess no longer the about, NFC East least. We spoke about the NFC East an hour ago. Well, over the last hour. About a yeah. few minutes ago we stopped. Finished a couple minutes ago. But um yeah, I guess this will be released a week after. Yeah. Um, I would say or or a week before, but we've already run that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so do you know the four teams in the NFC West? Yeah. Yeah, because you Googled it. Got it right here, mate, on my phone. <laughs> we've got Seahawks. We've got Rams. We've got Cardinals. Last but not least, 49ers. No, not least. No. Um, and then season results. Shall I read it out or do you want to read it out from memory? And I'll tell you if you're wrong. Oh, hmm. okay. Well, Niners won the division with, with a record of 13 and 4. Boo, yeah. 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 Um, and then it was Seattle. Probably nine and eight. Boom. And then, oh, thanks, you know, probably Rams third. With a record? Oh, um, with a record. I didn't do very well. I'm going to give them five and 12. Smashed it. Really? Okay. Three for three. Uh, and then you know what Arizona, teams last? I have no idea how many games they won. Um, well, it's at best also five and twelve, and obviously worse would be losing all seventeen. Yeah, and I know that they weren't the worst team in the league because they had the second overall pick. Did they or the third? Had the third overall pick, so you know they didn't lose better than the Texans and the Bears. They are probably four and thirteen. Too good, man. <laughs> Too bloody good. What a, what a scrumptious dub. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So obviously, Niners, as you know, made it to the championship game, and then Brock Purdy got hurt, and then that was the end. Um, but uh, Seattle also made the playoffs, as yeah. it probably says on that sheet. And they lost to the Niners in the wild card. Yeah, so San Francisco were the second ranked after Eagles. Second seed. Okay, yeah, I can't remember if they were, fin- if they were second or third. Yeah. And Seahawks were seventh. Yes, so seventh is the worst, like the, the worst rank that makes the playoffs. And in the wild card round, the number one gets a bye. So that's why second place seventh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, should we should we start by talking about the Niners? Because um, I can do all that from the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should I just leave you for ten minutes and then come back? <laughs> and you'll still be talking about just quarterback. You wouldn't have even started talking about other positions. Well, literally, there will be podcasts 
much better than this that have episodes, whole series about the San Francisco quarterback situation. Um, but I'll try not to do that. But yeah, obviously, good season last season. Um, if we just say, so since then, what's changed? Um, quarterback is the big thing. So I must have said this to you before, but Jimmy Garoppolo left and we've now signed Sam Darnold. It's really the easiest way of thinking of it. Yeah. So our three quarterbacks in no particular order are Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, and Sam Darnold. Um, I would say Brock is the starter if he's fit. Would you say Trey Lance has really good hair? I would not say that. Is that not who I'm thinking of? Who's the guy with like really long blonde hair? Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, it sounds a bit like Trey Lance. Yeah, especially if you say it quickly. Trey yeah. Lance. Yeah. Um, okay. No, sadly, he's at, he's at the Jags. Okay. Yeah. Um, so probably Brock will be the starter week one if he's fully recovered from his um, injury, his elbow injury. Um, and obviously he's you know, had enough practice, blah, blah, blah. He's probably got the keys to the car if he's, you know, fit enough to drive. I got a bit. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he's probably, but that's sort of what I think. That's not necessarily what the coaches think or what other fans think. Um, but then obviously Trey Lance was drafted number three overall. San Francisco gave up an awful lot of draft capital to trade up to three to get him. And we haven't really seen him that much because he sat behind Jimmy his first season. His second season was last season where he, uh, he started the he started week one. He then got hurt, and that was it. He got hurt. I don't know, like week three or four. And then it was. Did Jimmy he play all right for three weeks? Um. Well, the, the I mean, one of the problems is the first game was against Chicago, who ended up being the worst team in the league. And San Francisco lost. Um, and so obviously didn't play great, but the weather in that game was mental, like really mad, like rain and wind. Okay, so it so, does make it quite hard. Yeah, so a lot of people, in terms of like analysis, just kind of throw that game out and say, okay, well, ignore that because that's a bit extreme. A bit of a one-off. What yeah. about the other games? And he's not been especially great, but hasn't been especially bad either. And he's also shown flashes of like really impressive stuff. Um, so you don't want to like count him out. But at the same time, if you've got Brock, who at the moment is better based on what we've seen, yeah. you're going to roll with Brock first. So that's kind of a tricky situation. Um, and then we've got Sam Darnold, who has it was drafted quite highly by the Jets, struggled a bit, and went to Carolina, had a good had a good game and then struggled a bit more. So we're not really sure about him, but he's still quite young. So I think he's excited to like get an, potentially get an opportunity, knowing that he's got two quarterbacks on their rookie contract in front of him, kind of thing. Um and obviously we've already seen they're both injury prone. Like they've both been injured um for extended periods. So We'll see. Um, but so that's a big question mark. That's definitely the biggest question mark about San Francisco. Is yeah. who's going to play quarterback? How well are they going to play? Um, 
Right, yeah. And then you've got solid options though. Yeah, it's I think not it's... obvious which one to go for. Yeah, it's definitely a good situation to be in. It's you know, it's not as good as having a star quarterback that you can rely on. Yeah. But it's much better than having no one, having three potentially good quarterbacks. But yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure on any of them. The problem with the star quarterback crew is if they get injured early on. Yeah, well, that's because then the, the, the chance of the backup won't be as good as any of those three. Yeah, and it's quite rare that a quarterback stays injury-free all season. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. But it's it's fine. I'm not concerned about it. I'm just you know eager to see. That's a big unknown. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of changes from last year, um, like I said, Philly lost Javon Hargrave. Um, he went to San Francisco. So that's a big plus. Like That's something yeah. we were struggling with on the defensive line. So that's the big plus. We have lost a few players. Um who will be hard to replace. Like we lost what was his name? Um Mike McGlinchey, the right tackle, um uh, so on the offensive line. Okay. Um and I sort of haven't replaced him. We've kind of got like a few options for who could replace him, who last season were like backups for San Francisco. So either the coaches think they're good enough or there just wasn't another option. Um but so that's potentially a concern, but might be fine. Um, and we also lost a bit at um, where else? Oh yeah, on the edge. So we've got Bosa, obviously, who's you know he was defensive player of the year last year. Yeah. On one edge, the other edge, we're not really sure. So. We drafted Drake Jackson in the second round year before last, uh, 2022. Um, so I think most people would say he's best place to start opposite Nick Bosa. But it would need to be better than he's shown so far, I think, is what people are saying. Okay, so he's played a bit. He's played a bit. not been anything special. Yeah, he showed some good bits, but just not enough. I think he struggled with stamina as well. Um, okay, like, play, like the full games, yeah, and like into the season as well. Like, okay. the college seasons are shorter. Um, so yeah, but we'll see. Um, we also lost a linebacker called Al Shire. Is this Al Shire who went to Titans? I think, um, who we haven't really replaced. We've got other linebacker options, but. Nothing obvious. Um, so that's potentially a place that's got worse, potentially. Yeah. Um, and then another thing is safety. Uh, last season, we had two very good safeties, neither of which people expected to be very good, I don't think. One's like a veteran who's been around the league and hasn't particularly impressed, called uh, to Sean Gibson who was really good last year um, I think we re-signed him to a one-year deal Okay. our other safety was 
Talano Hufanga, who we drafted, I think last year was his second season. And he was great. I think he was like all pro, like one of the best okay. safeties in the league. Um, so that's good. So they're both still there. And we drafted a guy called Jair Brown, who looks really promising. Um, I think the idea is that he will probably play some snaps this year and then be the replacement for Deshaun Gibson when he goes. Okay. I think is the idea. This year will be um, getting him ready for Gibson to probably go. Probably, yeah. So that's a, normally a smart way of drafting. Like, don't draft when you need them. Draft before you need them. So you have. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think we lost we lost Jimmy Ward, who was a uh, nickel corner as well, which is a big loss. Um, was he nickel corner? I think he was originally a safety, and but he ended up playing corner. I can't remember. I can't remember. But um, yes, there's other pieces you don't even that we've lost. Him, do you? Fake fan. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> but yeah, I would say um, Nines are still in a really good position. All their stars are still there. I think if you were to go through every team and count, you know how many proper stars does each team have? San Francisco would be very near the top of the list for the team with the most. Yeah. Um, like wide receiver, absolutely stacked. Like Diva Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. And then we've got like John Jennings, Ray Ray McLeod, like probably good options. Ray Ray McLeod. Ray Ray McLeod, his first name is Ray Ray. That is an awesome name, isn't it? Yeah. He does mainly like kickoff returns and punt returns and stuff. Okay. Um, then also gets involved in like wide receiver stuff, especially anything like this is probably too technical than I need, but anything where like you can get him in space. So like, um, do you know what like a, a screen pass is? I said a screen pass. Yeah, I think so. And it's like where <laughs> I'm drawing with my hand where you sort of run that way and. In... So a screen would be like so a wide receiver screen, which is what I'm talking about now, would kind of be, be running like along the pitch, not like forwards or backwards. Um, no, you're thinking of a sweep. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm, okay. I'm getting confused now, but that would be an example of what I'm talking about, like getting the player in space, like give him the ball and let him run, because that's what he's good at. But uh, yeah, a, a screen would be. Uh, like where you kind of, where you kind of pass, like just basically pass to run. So you'll pass uh, it not very yeah. far at all. So for a wide receiver screen, you'll pass it straight out to your receiver. He just catches it basically where he was lining up, and then in that time that you snap the ball and pass it, your off- your offensive linemen, your tight ends, have run up as blockers. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's why it's called a screen. You like screen. Like with your offensive players, you screen the defense from the ball, kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. Um, anyway, so that kind of stuff. But yeah, plenty of options. Um, obviously, got Christian McCaffrey, um, who's a bit of a star. Well, definitely a star, probably the best running back in the league. Um, George Kittle at tight end. Trent Williams is the best left tackle. Um, Nick Bosa was spoken big about. Names. Fred Warner. Dre Green lot like yeah. It's just 
keeping them fit. Um, and I think the thing is, the only reason we can keep them all is because we've got, we don't have a star quarterback. I mean, we've got quarterbacks on rookie deals, which are much cheaper. Yeah. So anyway, I need to stop by why this whole episode will be about the liners, but I've just read some really interesting. Yeah. Have you heard of this? In June 2023, the Enterprise branch of the 49ers completed the acquisition of English football club Leeds United. Yeah. So 49ers own Leeds. Yeah, I think they did own some of it. They own like a minority share. And they've just upped it and now it's theirs. Some of that, yeah. That's awesome. That was, that's all. I was just like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. There's lots of, um, especially American sports owners who also own um, like Premier League team, or Leeds aren't Premier League anymore, but uh, like big English teams. Um, yeah. like Even though Leeds aren't great at the moment, they are a huge team because they've got crazy long history. Yeah. And they like, used to be like well good, didn't they? Yeah. They played in Europe and like they should be in the Premier League, really. Um, yeah, lots of owners. I know the Jags owner, I can't remember his name, also owns Fulham. Um, okay. Stan Kroenke, who owns uh, the LA Rams, as well as um, a number of other big teams in other American sports. Um, he owns Arsenal. Um, Fucking hell. It's mad. It's like all his teams in the last literally like three years I think have won like the national championships like the Rams won the Super Bowl I can't remember what basketball team he owns but they won the thing um, I think he has an NHL team that won the thing you know and then it's like Arsenal oh, that I haven't won in for like 10 years yeah but yeah they had a really good season yeah they kind of fumbled the bag at the end didn't they but yeah but yeah. Okay. So we move on to Seattle because otherwise we're going to not finish all these teams before you have to go to work. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at their roster now. Drew Locke, is that their starter quarterback? No, he'll be their backup. Who's uh, Smith or the other guy? Holton. Yeah. Gino. Smith. Okay. Um, yeah. So they gave Gino, I was talking about Gino on here before but they gave him an, a contract extension this year. Um, but it wasn't like, it's not like crazy money. Like, cause he's been not particularly good. He's been in the league a long time. Hasn't played that much. Okay. Uh, but last season he was the starter from week one and was pretty good. Like, particularly on like deep throws. Um, so then they've, I think I kind of, I think at one point on this podcast, I said, I wouldn't be surprised if, Seattle took a quarterback in the first round and like sat in behind Gino for one year. Yeah. Um, they didn't do that. But um, that's. Maybe that means they think Gino is going to be good for a few years. Yeah. Well, I think they gave him like a two year deal or something. It's confusing because like when they post about it, it's always like two year, con- or, you know, two year contract, three year contract, four year contract, whatever it is. But then like if you read it properly, which I don't. You find out that actually they can opt out of it after a year or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, maybe next uh, draft they'll get a mm, first round quarterback. 
maybe they're thinking Gina could start for two years. Yeah. Yeah, it depends. Um, he was good. He was good. But it's shown that he, in the past, that he has the potential not to be good as well. So, but I think most people who aren't San Francisco fans will be rooting for Gino. Um, just because it's a nice like comeback story. Yeah. Um, Who's their yeah. good running back? I feel like Bryant Kobach is a name I've heard before. But I'd... Uh, I don't know that name. Probably not then. Who? <laughs> so they've got um, Kenneth Walker um, was a rookie last year and was probably like up there for winning rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. But uh, he got hurt, I think, at the end of the season. So he kind okay. of fell off uh, in terms of that. But they also drafted uh, Zach Charbonnet from UCLA uh, quite highly. So that's quite a good running back, one, two. Um, yeah. And DJ Dallas is quite a good player as well. He also, also a great lot. name. Yeah, DJ, D E E J. Obviously, he's playing for the wrong team, but. Yeah, should be in Dallas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like they've got a lot of weapons. Like we just said, the running back room looks really strong. Their wide receiver room, also really strong. They've got uh, DK Metlaff, Metlaff, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett, who've been playing together for a while and are both like really solid players. Um, like a really good one too. Um, and they just drafted Jackson Smith and Jigba, um, who was, I think he was the first wide receiver off the board in this year's draft. Okay. So really good options. Um, so it'd be interesting to see. So, yeah, Seattle, a really interesting one. Where will um, let them down then? Their defense? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know. Um Let's have a look at their defensive players. Who have they got? Um, yeah, this is, I mean, there's no big names on their defensive line. But yeah, they just re-signed Bobby Wagner, the linebacker, who is like perennial, like Pro Bowl linebacker for Seattle. He left, went to the Rams, and is now back. Um, but he's, you know, top five linebackers in the league. I don't know. I just said that. Um, I don't know. They got Boye Mafe as well, um, who um, they drafted. So that's really promising. So yeah, it's a really yeah, it's a really interesting one. They had a really good draft class um, in 2022. Um, yeah, uh, like Kenneth Walker played really well. Um, they drafted two corners um, that both did really well. Um, so Tariq Woolen, I think, was drafted in like the fifth round, like low down, played really well. So, and they've just drafted another corner called Ah. I'm just stammering. Ah, it's called Devin. I can't say it, Devin. Witherspoon. There you go. I'm going to edit that out. Devin Witherspoon. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, who was a lot of people's best corner in the draft class as well. Okay. So, 
as far as some people, oh yeah, and Kobe Bryant was the other one from the year before. I'm just seeing that. Um, yeah, so it got, it looks like on the face of it, three corners who, who are in their first or second year um, had the potential to be really, really good. Uh, Jamal Adams at safety has been around a while and has been really good. Like, yeah, I think when it comes to how well they'll perform this year, a lot will be on Gino. Um, and I guess the defensive line, I don't really know. I'm just kind of bullshitting. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. Um, I know there was some, what do you call them, like pundits, experts, people. Yeah. Uh, so oh, I think it was Peter Schrager from Good Morning Football said that he expects Seattle to potentially, not expects, but he wouldn't be surprised if they won the NFC West this year. Oh, really? I would be surprised. I think lots of people would be surprised. But yeah, yeah, he knows what he's talking about. So it's obviously, it's, they obviously have the potential. If Gino plays... If Gino plays as as well this season as he did for spells last season, they'll definitely be tough to beat. Okay. He's uh he's backing them to beat yeah. 49ers. Yeah. It's interesting because they were definitely like everyone thought they'd be really rubbish last year. Like everyone thought they were just in rebuild mode. Like they thought going into the season with Geno Smith would be a disaster. Like um, they lost Bobby Wagner, obviously Russell Wilson. Like they lost a lot of their like star players who'd been there a while. Um, but they had a really good draft and did, did really well. well. So if if this draft, which looks on paper looks good, with Zach Charbonnet, um, Jackson Smith and Jigler, and Devin Witherspoon. Then, yeah, they could be they could be contenders. I don't see why not. Okay, they're team to watch. Well, they're all teams to watch, but we've got to watch all the teams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to only watch them, even when they're playing against someone else. I'm going to just close my eyes and only focus on part of them. Yeah. Close one eye. <laughs> uh, yeah. Touch on Rams. Mm. Yeah, Rams. Rams is tricky. Um, so obviously Super Bowl champions year before last um, last year really didn't do that well yeah had the wor- I think it was like the worst season ever for a Super Bowl champ- like a reigning Super Bowl champion um, and they they've still got a lot of their like Super Bowl winning like team like their stars so Matthew yeah. Stafford still there Cooper Cup who the season they won the Super Bowl was the best receiver in the league in almost every category. Aaron Donald, who's a lot some people would say probably the best defensive player like ever. Um they're all still there. So if they can all stay fit and they can fill in some other pieces, there's no reason why they can't take a big step. But at yeah. the same time, I I would say they will be happy if they get nine wins this season. They will, that that is kind of their, what they're aiming for, I would say. Even if that means not getting playoffs, probably they probably they just want. I think they want to take a step forward, and then look to really compete the following year. 
Um, they signed Alan Robinson, who was, I think, a bit of a star in Chicago. I hope I'm remembering this right. And then um, didn't really perform for the Rams. Like, he didn't see much of the field, didn't get targeted very much at all. Yeah. Um, and they've released him. Um, and I think they had, I think they gave up. I don't know what they gave up to get him. Um, but basically, they're like taking a big like cap hit to let him go. So they're paying quite a lot to get rid uh, of him, which is the kind of thing you wouldn't do if you wanted to win this year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're getting rid of him now to save cap money for the season after. Do you know what I mean? So, okay. Um, so, yeah. You're saying actions that show that they're not really thinking of themselves as contenders this year. I would say so. Yeah, they've let a lot of players go. Jalen Ramsey. They're planning for the years after. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Jalen Ramsey's one of the best. Is he a corner or safety? I think he's a corner. Uh, one of the best corners in the league. They traded him to Miami. Um, so I think those three players I mentioned, um, Donald, Cup, and Stafford, they're probably going to keep um, and then try to build around those. I don't know if Stafford, I don't know how long Stafford will be there. He's getting on, but he said he still wants to keep playing. So if he keeps playing, he keeps playing well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they were Stafford really bad last season. Stafford was born in 88. Stafford was born in 88. Oh, how old is he then? That's 10 years older than me. It's like 34, I think. Mm, I think yeah, okay. 24. There we go. Um, but yeah, they were decimated by injuries last season, to be fair. Um, but yeah, we'll see how they go. It's an interesting one to watch. Obviously, I hope they kind of just sort of shit. Um, why do you hope they're shit? I just don't really like them. And obviously, oh, they're, okay. in, they're in the NFC West. Um, yeah, I mean, you want older teams that you can play twice to be rubbish. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the Rams in particular. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially because they've, they've won the Super Bowl now. They can you know, sulk back into the Netherlands. And then there's Arizona. End the podcast there, and then there's Arizona. <laughs> there's Arizona. That's all, folks. Um, yeah, Arizona had a bad season last season, and everyone thinks. I reckon I've not checked, but I would guess they'd be the favourites to get the number one pick next year. <laughs> uh, That's a nice way of saying they're going to be. Everyone thinks they're going to be the worst team. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not even that nice a way of saying it. No. Um, yeah. They've got a good quarterback, Kyler Murray. Um, do you remember Kyler Murray? He's like quite short. Kyler Murray. He's only a year older than me. Yeah. He's quite young. Yeah. But he was number one overall pick. I don't know how many years ago now. In 2019 NFL draft. There you go. He was drafted in the first round. He was drafted number one overall in the NFL draft and was also drafted in the first round of the baseball draft. Yeah, he was also selected ninth overall by the Oakland Athletics of Major League Baseball in a 2018 draft. Yeah, not bad, eh? Making him the first player to be drafted in the first round of both sports. 
I don't get it. So in 2018, he was drafted ninth in baseball. He didn't play baseball. I guess then, he was drafted and then turned it down. Okay. Because he knew he wanted to do football and then he was yeah. drafted first. Yeah. That's, number one overall. You must be getting a lot of money that drafted ninth in baseball. So he must have been so confident he's going to do really well at football. Yeah. Well, it's worth saying there's more money in football than there is in baseball. But presumably longer careers and less risk in baseball. Um, I don't know. Presumably. I don't know. I but, guess you um, could, like with cricket, you could just get smashed, smashed with the ball and you could probably get pretty hurt. Yeah. And I don't know what he was doing in baseball. I don't know if he was a pitcher. Obviously, quarterback he throws the ball. Yeah. If, he's, if he was a pitcher, um, but they they often get injuries in their throwing arm because um, obviously they throw it a lot of times. You know, as fast as they can. That's quite like a violent action in your arm. Yeah. Um, fair. The injury yeah, that Brock passed the rate in ninety two point five. Yeah, I don't know if that's good. I think anything over hundred is definitely good. I don't know at what point it's not good. Um, okay. It's not particularly bad, I don't think. He got two he got two thousand two hundred rushing yards. Mm. That mean him, him running, didn't it? Yeah. He's a good runner. He's really elusive and agile. But yeah, he's so he's he's not that small. Be... Five ten, two hundred pounds. Yeah, he's not that small. If you met him on the street, you wouldn't say he's small. But if you meet him standing behind an offensive line. Yeah, yeah, he looks pretty small. <laughs> pretty small. Um, but yeah, he's injured. I think he's going to be injured for most of the season. Yeah, okay. So, so he already... was their one player of note, as far as you were concerned. Yeah, we certainly their most, their quote-unquote best player. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are question marks on how good he actually is. He's thrown... Yeah, a good number of interceptions and stuff. He has, he's not been all like plain sailing for him, certainly. But anyway, yeah, so he's out. It's quite hard, though, if he's playing for not a great team. Mm, yeah. You're not going to look great. And likewise, if you play for a really good team, he might look amazing, even though he's not great. Hard to know. Why Arizona were good? They, I can't remember whether it was season before last or the one before that. Where they went like eleven and zero the first eleven games. Um, oh, okay. And then made the playoffs and then got, I think this was the same season and then just got absolutely demolished by the Rams. Um, like it was like embarrassing. Yeah, like, genuinely embarrassing. Um, so they've not always been bad, um, and they've got some. Have they got some players? Oh, I mean, they, they've got. Uh, they did have. DeAndre Hopkins, who is definitely one of the best receivers in the league, he's now been released. Um, so he's going to sign somewhere else. We don't know where. He's had visits with the Titans and with the Patriots. Um, so is that also I, a sign they're not looking to do well this year? Yeah, Planning it's a rebuild. It's what they'd call a rebuild. So they're just going to, yeah. So you get rid of your expensive players. You sign younger, cheaper players. And then if you can keep that 
young group together, then there's a lot of evidence to show that if you keep players together, they all get better. So if you keep the same group together, then in a few years, you'll be yeah. a force. And then you can pick up some, sign the odd star, sign whoever, um, whoever you need to. But yeah, okay. Arizona. Yeah, I'm going to struggle this year. Maybe, maybe not. We're going to watch them lose a lot. Yeah, they're new. They got a new head coach, um, who was the Phillies' defensive coordinator, I think. Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon, yeah. Okay. So we'll see. I think a lot of people, a lot of people are. That's a bit rough. And it get a head coaching job, and it's like for Cardinals. (laughs) Yeah. This year as well, obviously different years, but. Also, I guess people will have less expectation. Yeah, and you don't want your first head coaching job to be a team that's expected to win. It's it's not quite the same as like football in that you do get normally at least two seasons. Yeah, Um, but yeah, it's obviously quite rare that a team that's doing well will sack the head coach. So most of the time, if you hire a new head coach, it's because you're struggling. You're doing a rebuild. Yeah, yeah. Unless, you know, you have some great coach who retires or something. Like, chances are you're coming into a system that needs change. So we'll see. There's a lot up in the air, but I would be surprised if any Cardinals fans are optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one of the interesting things is, you know, I've, I said they're probably favorites to, to get the number one overall pick. There's a quarterback called Caleb Williams who, you know, a lot of people were saying is like the next Patrick Holmes. That's kind of, it's a bit of a cheap thing to say, but, you know, it's certainly a really promising promising prospect, like up there with like Trevor Lawrence in terms of what and people he, think he can be coming out He'll of be in the next draft? Yeah. Okay. So it would be interesting if Arizona were there, what they do. Yeah. Because, you know, do you go with Caleb Williams and then trade Kyler Murray? Or do you trade out of the number one pick for which you'll get an awful lot for, but then also potentially, you know, you're trading away Petra Mahomes. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I am just, I would kind of like to see that happen just because it'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah, just what they choose to do. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if, I can't remember how long Kyle is injured for, but it's, I think it's at least like six weeks of the season, might be more. So, interesting to see if the Cardinals are doing really bad and maybe it's week eight and Kyle is scheduled to come back whether they just say don't bother mate you know yeah and like and then a you'll get a better draft pick b he's not going to get injured again yeah he's definitely going to be healthy for the year after yeah um Um, do you know the other teams that used to be in this division um, the Falcons, I think, used to be in the NFC West. Yeah, there's three others. Crazy. I'm just going to guess uh, Panthers. Yep. Two more. Saints. Yep. One more. Hmm. It's just tempted to say the rest of the NFC South, which would be the Bucks, but I don't think it's the Bucks. Two more. No, you've just one more. One more. 
Yeah, so the four that are in it now, and then Falcons, Saints, and Panthers used to be in it, and then there's one more that used to be in it. Chargers? No, Colts. Colts? Pretty oh. good, though. Yeah, yeah not bad. Colts used to be in it. Okay, yeah, I'm going to guess the Colts, to be fair. Uh, okay. I feel like I've just been talking for like two hours. Yeah, it's been about two hours. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I didn't really just didn't really know much, but uh, that's right. Know a bit more now. Yeah, well, maybe Cardinals are shit. That's yeah. my takeaway. Yeah, and I'll be yeah now very interested to watch Seahawks forty nine. That'd be good. Mm. I'm. I'm now feel more invested in certain games, and the teams we've spoken about are now will have predictions for when they play other teams. Yeah, well, it's nice to have a rough idea of like what teams are good, like what their expectations are for each, do you know what I mean for each team. Uh, yeah, for one thing, pretty much every time we watch a game, we play it as a drinking game. So now I can choose my team a bit smarter. Because like any time Arizona are playing, I'm choosing the other team as my team. <laughs> yeah, you might have to stop doing a drinking game for every game you watch if you're going to be watching a game every week. We'll see how we get on. <laughs> okay. Um, We've all got different expectations for the season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is there any takeaway messages you have from the NFC West other than the Arizona ship? Uh, not really. Just looking forward to yeah, Seahawks 49ers. Yeah, and Eagles. Rams are going to be shit as well. Yeah, I think it's. Rams are an interesting I think one. it's way more obvious that uh, the top two. Like I think it's almost definitely going to be 49ers and Cowboys make playoffs, and the other two don't. Cowboys. Did I say Cowboys? Seahawks. Yeah. I mean, having said that, obviously, that's just what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's also... Yeah, but it's based on quite a lot. (laughs) I mean, based on how they did last season and what changes they've made, which I think is a really fair way of doing it. A lot of what I'm saying is probably just what I've heard other people say on podcasts. Yeah. Yeah.